Let's go. Hey, man. What's up, guys? It's the Visions Podcast. We're back again. It's me, one of your hosts, Dez, as well as my guy, JT. We've got a special guest, Joe Ferguson, in the building. Um, it's a different format for you guys today. Normally, we kind of do interviews and things like that, but instead, we kind of invite them on to join in on the conversation today. And um, we're continuing on the faith topics, as always. We're going to be covering a, a, a few different things, talking about our yeah. faith in general with some different practical examples for you guys as well as talking about um the things that we've had to overcome struggles difficulties as well as prayer touching on prayer what, what prayer means to us and how prayer has helped us and then just kind of just going from there so it's going to be kind of just like a free throw um but yeah we'll, we'll jump straight in guys um yeah jt talk, t- tell us about um s- sort of like hardships for you and sort of maybe an experience you've had recently or when you were growing up what was your experience like in the church and how did you kind of get to where you are now with your faith? Um, well, straight in the deep end, man. This is a tough one. This, ah, yeah, man. This is a tough one to just unpack straight away. But um, I guess for me, it's because my church community has been pretty, I've been in the same church since I was a kid. Like I was born into the same church and then I've been going there for a long time. So I guess there's always been a sense of community and prayer and just like I haven't had to come from outside of the church and get used to this whole thing of prayer. So it's always just been about like from a baby till now I've just been prayed for. I've always known how prayer starts, how prayer ends. Um, And yeah, I've just, it's kind of been, it's been normalized to the extent where when I started, you know, questioning my faith and becoming a bit more wayward, a bit more worldly, a bit more lukewarm, as they say, yeah, um, I just didn't, it just didn't hold the same value in it. Like I just, it was just, yeah, people saying, okay, cool. Lord bless this food. Lord, thanks to today. Amen. Yeah. This didn't hold, it didn't hold any weight. Um, It was only until I went through certain struggles in uni, Um, a lot of just, peer pressure following the crowd um just trying to be like everyone else that I realized okay it's the time to be a bit humble like prayer for me was just for me it kind of encapsulated humility just being like okay cool I haven't got it all sorted out like because for a long time I was like I wasn't for a long time I was just cruising in life for a long time I was just comfortable with what I was doing in school with my friends I had the same friendship group I had um you know tight-knit friendship group I had you know everything everything was going for me so it was only until things started to rock around. I was like, okay, well, what is, cause I tried to, I tried to, you know, pain relieve it with so many other things. Like, I don't know, getting a job. Okay. I have more money now, but then it still didn't cure what I was trying to, what I was trying to find. Then you turn to things like lust and all these other things. And it's just like, that's yeah. not curing what you're trying to find. Mm. And then I turned to, um, I don't know. I turned to consuming like so much content about, you know, oh, how do I do this? How do I do that? And it just didn't cure what I'm trying to find. And it's just like, okay, cool. So maybe if I just go back to my roots and really try and understand what it is, not just because when you're, I think for me as a kid growing up, growing up in church was very much like I go and hear the word of God and it was just the same thing for me. I just was like, okay, cool. Um, I'm hearing the same preachers. I'm hearing the same stories. It's not really hitting home because I wasn't truly trying to, I wasn't truly trying to, I wasn't trying to, I wasn't trying to properly commit to it. I was just going there as an attendance. It was just, a, it was a checklist thing. It wasn't really like a proper commitment. So when I started properly committing and actually becoming becoming sort of like a baby and having that sort of curiosity, you know, when you're like, when you're a child, you're curious. I wasn't curious. Mm. As I started to like deepen my curiosity, um, especially within prayer, I was just like, okay, cool. Now I can see it as like something that for me, it just gets my mind straight. It's like, 
it just puts everything else on pause and it's like a, a chance for me to actually be humble and be like okay cool god i'm literally just a speck of you know what you what you've created so allow me to just whatever i'm doing today to not look for it in other things to not look for it in silver and gold and all these other materialistic things but to find it in what you in who you are and and, and the fact that you've created all these things um not my own strength not my own abilities but humble me to realize that it's 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 through your strength that i have all these things all these things i'm able to do is it's because of you it's because you've given me the grace to do so um so for me it was very humbling and i still struggle with you know trying to pray to death i wouldn't say i struggle with praying i definitely don't struggle with praying i just struggle with like at times trying to find the motivation when i don't feel like praying it's like oh, god like i don't know man it's just like sometimes i don't feel like i'm in the right headspace or i'm like dealing with certain certain um certain things in life where i'm like oh, mm, do i feel like praying but it's just um when i think about when i think about when i just every time i go back to a sermon that my, my, my pastor preached on on humility i always go back to that and I remind myself of why, of the purpose of prayer and how important it is um, to help me focus on purpose, um, to help me, to help me just, um, to help like calm my heart. And like, it just, for me, it just, it just does something new. It just does something that is kind of unexplainable um, and just focuses on God. It's nothing else. It just, it keeps everything else out of the picture. So it's a beautiful thing that, you know, us as Christians have that kind of medium of, of you know, serenity and oneness with God. Like it's not something that you can get in any other, in any other like way of life. So it's just yeah, it's, it's 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 been a journey, but it's been it's been good. Yeah, man, I, I love that. I love what you said about like having childlike faith because it says that it says that in the Bible we need to have childlike faith. Going back to when it, when you were a kid and you were going to the children's church and the sermons and getting all dressed up on a Sunday, like all, all of that. It, it's, 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 um, it's, it's really, really good, you know, and, and what you were saying about prayer as well, like how we're, we're told in the Bible to pray without ceasing, which is like pray without stopping yeah. when it's a prayer about everything. And yeah. there's so many, like in a day, there's so many different opportunities to pray and then that we don't even realize yeah. it. And that scripture is so, um, it's so impactful and powerful because you, you can see it just a stark contrast in how your day will go when you, when you start and finish it with prayer as well as praying throughout the day about about everything like before we make decisions I, like i'm so used to making a decision without consulting the lord first and i'm trying to every day get better at just taking yeah. it to the lord in prayer before making a big decision a small decision because ultimately these loads of these small decisions will end, can eventually add up to be a big decision you know and um a lot of these big decisions that we think are huge when we take it to the lord and we get counsel in regards to it turn out to be not as big as we thought you know um so that was really really amazing like how you how much detail you went into that and how we, we we go in other places searching for for this this and this for for validation through social media through youtube videos through lust through um whatever it may be these various things that we 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 struggle with and that we go to to try and find peace but we yeah. we know that um we can only find our, our peace in, in jesus which which is amazing that you came to that realization especially going away in a place like university where you're on your own you you can you can do what you want essentially you're not um being held back by parents or anything like that you have all the all the power is essentially in your hands as to what you want to do and where you want to go um many people's faith sometimes take a back take a back seat when they head off to a place like university where you're you're faced with so much um freedom uh in, in all facets you're handling your money yourself you have your own accommodation your own room you have every all of this stuff at your disposal you can kind of use it for good or for bad so it's very easy to kind of fall into that trap the enemy loves it he's like oh yes i've got them where i've got them um, and jesus is just like just invite me into this place and then you'll see what i can do so that's amazing that you had that realization um yeah joe 
on to you next, bro. Like, basically the same question, man. Yeah. Um. So it's um my sort of the way I got into a relationship with God was sort of a little bit different from I would say a lot of people. Um, as I didn't really grow up in a religious family per se. Um, my sort of my mom's always believed and stuff, but we've not. I'm not grown up in a family with a lot of religious practices yeah. so when i was a kid it wasn't something that i was exposed to um it wasn't something that was like put upon me it's something i've sort of i don't know what the right word it definitely isn't stumbled upon but it's something that god has found me sort of as an individual yeah. um so it's something i've sort of discovered as i've gone along and i very much learned through experiencing things myself um um which is why when i speak to people about um Christianity and stuff now I always say that the best way to learn and to really feel God's presence is to just experience things yourself just open your heart to him yeah um as much as you can preach to someone or try and explain you know what God does uh, and you know how to pray and how to do all these things um nothing can match sort of just experiencing Mm. um God's presence in your life and just really acknowledging um how he works and just yeah, I think being pointed in how in how you realise what he's actually doing in your life and realising that things that happen to you in certain environments and situations that you, you get yourself into, just really looking and seeing how God is having that impact instead of going through your motions of your daily life and thinking, you know, you know, this is happening, whatever. You can really see that, like, you can see where God's um, interventions are coming into play. Mm. And that's what sort of started clicking with me when I probably got to about, I'd say when I got to about 15, 16, a couple of things started happening. And it's where I just sort of started being drawn more towards God. And it was sort of nothing that's been pressed to me um, by particular people. I wasn't, like I said, I was never grown up around um, religious practices, really. Obviously, I was aware of it, but it wasn't something that was, I wasn't necessarily encouraged by you know the people around me to do which i find that i feel like it's benefited me in a way because it's allowed me to come to it um on my own terms and it's allowed me to really experience it for myself like i say um i remember the first time i really thought okay this you know this is real like this is serious um story i don't know not many people really know about it to be fair but it was it's about my grandma um so my grandma's passed away now, uh, bless her soul. But um, this was probably when I was about 16, maybe 15, around that age. Um, she got diagnosed with um, pancreas cancer. And at the time, I was like, I always sort of believed, but I never really practiced. I was never pointed in um, religious practice, like prayer and stuff like that. It was always a bit aimless. Mm. Um, and at that point, I was probably, I, was, I had a really close relationship with her. When she got diagnosed with that, um, it was one of those where it was like, you know, we thought she had probably like 12 months to live, something like that. Um, and I was just like, I don't know what to do. So I sort of turned to God in, you know, as, you know, humans do, um, as Christians do, when you feel like you have no more hope, it's like, what is your last ditch effort to try and seek peace, seek guidance? Mm-hmm. So, I, I, you know, I turned to God. I remember one night um, in bed, turning to God, just asking, you know, please, like, God, I don't even know what 
um, what you can do or what I can really ask for, but just I hope that everything's going to be okay with my grandma, you know. I hope um, everything goes down the right path. Um, and just, you know, if you can save her, then please save her, you know. I don't feel like it's her time yet. And turns out it was like a couple of days after that, my dad had taken her to the hospital to get some checks and stuff. My dad came home. This was literally about two, probably like one or two days after um, I remember praying. That was the first time I remember like seriously praying, like pointed and really believing what I was saying. And uh, my dad came back from the hospital and he was like, yeah, the, there was some kind of uh, mix up. She'd been like misdiagnosed or something was wrong and she didn't actually have pancreas cancer. And like she was basically with something that we don't really know that something happened. And turns out she was fine, essentially. So I was just like, at the time, I was just like, you know, how can this be? Like, how has this just happened? Like, the first time I was very pointed about something in a situation that I thought was just dire, I was like, this is sort of, you know, end of the line sort of stuff. I was like, last ditch effort. There's nothing else that I can do. The position I was in, was, there's physically nothing I can do to save her. So I turned to God and it's like, he gave her that shot and she probably lived for another, you know, four or five years after that and had a lot of good experiences with her. She got to see me after that, you know, achieve things that I would have regretted her not seeing. It's like, I feel like she had things that she was yet to experience. And I feel like I got to have that relationship with her for the last few years that if not, I would have wished that she'd have seen the things that she wouldn't have. So that's, sort of the turning point for me and since then I was like okay this you know this this stuff is real it's not something to play around with you have to be pointed about what you're praying about so yeah wow that's so wow 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 man that's a lot that's 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 incredible man wow praise god that's amazing and I love how you were specific in the sense you said um, it was you when you were praying, like you fully believed you had faith that God was hearing what you were asking for. When you went when you went before God for, in praying for your grandmother, you fully believed you were like you had the faith. OK, God is listening to me. God is hearing. You don't, you weren't aware of what God was going to do, but you knew it, you had that belief that he was listening to you and he was there when you were praying. 100%. It was just that blind faith. It was like there's nothing else I can do at this point as like a mortal human there's nothing i can do i just look to god and i feel like when god sees that you're genuine when you're praying for something it's like that's when he's going to help you're not sort of selfishly asking and like you feel like you're just taking it's like when i come to god with something that i'm genuine about and it's serious and it, it can you can sort of feel the desperation i feel like that's the times in need where you, that's where you you know that god is always there and he's not going to leave your side and that's mm -hmm. the first time I, I truly experienced it. But I could only, that only happened because I just opened my heart to him. And that was the sort of last, last thing that I could think to do. I was like, I'm turned to God and see what he can do. And the first time, you know, he was there right away. And that's where I feel like just everything changed. And I feel like I'd recommend that, you know, to anyone that's thinking about it or sort of on the fence about prayer and stuff and like, just something if if you feel like you don't know you're out of control with a situation i feel like that's just leave it to god and if you're genuine with it then you know he'll take over and he'll help you out amen amen, amen. it's the, it's the faith part i think um 
many a time people because I've heard a lot of, I've heard like through much just from my life as a Christian many people have said things like oh I tried praying for my grandmother or this or this or that and then I never heard anything back but um faith plays a lot into it if you don't believe that anything's going to happen anyway you praying won't make a difference because you have the doubt that that God's power God is that whether you have that doubt as to whether God is who God claims to be or if God is as powerful as he is so there's there's essentially once you've already planted that seed of doubt you, you can't grow you can't grow anything from that so when you when you come into prayer and you have faith you have faith that you can't do anything else by your own strength like you just said like you just say me or more or you have to leave the situation once you have that faith and that trust that okay i can't do anything else but whoever this is god i'm leaving it to you i give this situation to you and i'm trusting that you hear me and that you're here but you don't know what's going to happen and just taking that little step of faith that big leap of faith that that having that faith and that trust okay i'm going to leave it to god and then you just see what happens and then it just it com- can completely transform because that's what he wants he wants faith the Bible says without faith is impossible to please God. Yeah. We can't see God right now. We we have we, we haven't met Jesus. We haven't seen him yet. Yeah. We're, we're waiting until we get that opportunity in, in, in heaven to see him. Yeah. So he's he wants us to have faith and trust and believe that even though we don't see him, his presence still lives within us and he's still working today on earth. And we get rewarded for that faith. And I think it's it's as we grow in our faith, it's it's we get to see him work in such bigger ways, you know, from our small small prayers. All the way to big prayers because there's there's different things that we can pray for we can pray oh lord can i have a great can i can i sleep well tonight or lord can you help bring my friend who's really ill can you help save them like all these different things that we can pray for um so it's just it's a really amazing to kind of hear that story because what a testimony that is and how just from that split moment of, of you having that prayer and, and getting to experience the the presence of god because in that moment while you're praying did you experience anything did you feel anything different whilst you were praying I think it did feel different. Like I say, it was the first time I was specifically pointed about what I was praying for. And it was just the desperation of um, the situation as well. So I could really feel that God was there. It's almost like, like you, like you mentioned, it's sort of handing it over to God and it, you yeah. instantly feel the stress relief from it because you're like, it's out of my hands now. There's, I can't worry about something that's in God's hands because, you know, God's all powerful what he will do, he will do, you know, I've communicated this to him now, how I feel. So he will do the best thing uh, for me, for my grandma, for the situation, like whatever God feels is fit for this situation will happen. And that's what will be the right thing. So then you just need to not, not worry about at that point. Amen. No, that's, that's brilliant. That's, that's fantastic. And like JT, for you with, like prayer just just on a sort of like a day-to-day basis like mm. is this something where, where where are you where are you at with like sort of your prayer life and where is it that you 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 want to you want to get to because for me um i try and have a routine as to how i pray because i feel like when our day-to-day lives can be so busy and filled with so many different things but i think it's so important to make sure we give enough time to god he he should he deserves the best portions of our time and he does he deserves all the glory and all the praise so mm-hmm. finding time to pray as, as often as possible because it isn't just asking for stuff as much as in joe's situation he came with a request and got on at that request because he prayed in faith and that's amazing he's more than capable mm-hmm. there's also a conversation not necessarily the hey hi how are you sort of thing you know <laughs> i guess you can if you want to but kind of um having a conversation lord i'm struggling lord i need help lord i i really want my friend to come to salvation i really want 
um, my teacher to come to salvation. I want my coach to come to salvation. I want to tell this person about you, all these different things that we can bring forth. Um, we should be, be praying about these things. So kind of like, how is your posture in prayer? Because obviously as you've grown up in the church, as you've gotten older and seen different examples of prayer, how has it sort of transformed to you? Where are you at kind of now currently? Um, and then any and then any advice you give to any people on here, whether believer or non-believer, on how they should go about trying to form some sort of prayer life. Well, for me, I think um, I've only started to create a routine recently. I say this year um, properly, like in the morning hours. I'd say I dedicate like an hour just to just being away from distraction because I feel like the first thing I used to do all the time was just pick up my phone. Like even if I was just to read the Bible, I just pick up my phone straight away rather than have that like peace of mind where I can actually just. Like I have nothing in my mind but just thanking God, being grateful. Um, because to see another day is just I think I used to overlook it as such a blessing. Like it's such a blessing to be able to wake up and, you know, be healthy and just be just fully functional and 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 just yeah, have the blessing of seeing another day. I used to take that for granted. So I never used to wake up and pray. I just I just used to wake up and do the basics, brush teeth and whatever, and then pray maybe afterwards. But my my routine now is more structured around waking up and just being at peace and then and then praying um it doesn't even I think for, for me it just it started off very like more you know the consistency of it all like actually trying to um like build a habit of of doing it just because like I do it and then I do it for a long time let's say an hour one day and then the next day I wouldn't I wouldn't come to it um so just starting off I guess that's an advice just starting off small and you know, whether it be five minutes, 10 minutes dedicated to prayer, whether it be a minute, two minutes, whatever it is, just stick with that. And I feel like have the humility to ask the Holy Holy Spirit to lead you in that prayer. Because again, when you're starting off, it's not like you're going to know every, you're going to know how to pray or what to pray about. Because starting off, bro, I don't know what I was praying about. I was just like, yeah, Lord, like, yeah, thank you. And that, like, yeah, like it wasn't, it wasn't, really, it wasn't a really well structured prayer. I was just very, I was just kind of, just trying to find my way through it. But, um, kind of learning from others as well. And also the importance of praying and, and finding like people to either pray for or find, finding people to pray with as well is so powerful. Like praying in groups and and thankfully uh, during my time in Manchester, I've, uh, at the church I've, I've been at as well, uh, we have like a small life group. So, you know, constant prayers with, with people in my group, uh, whether it be in a group setting when we meet up um, regularly or whether it be kind of like, um, you know, texting each other or calling each other even um and also the evening is is another time for me where i'm able to like just reflect on my day uh in prayer because a lot may have gone on in the day and my mind is just completely in disarray and i'm like i don't know what to do i don't know where to what to what to do with myself but i feel like that prayer puts everything into perspective um and i kind of like use that time for quiet time as well just to to read god's word a lot more um like to to delve into to 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 areas where I feel like my day kind of lacked faith or it lacked you know it lacked love or it lacked um compassion for other people or myself or 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 or, or the work that God's or the work that God's that God's told me to do um so yeah um I feel like I'm forgetting so many tips that I feel like I have on the tip of my tongue but yeah for for that it's just like start off small because you're not gonna know everything but just ask for the Holy Spirit to guide you. Our godly counsel as well is very important when it comes to prayer as well um and people that you know are further in their journey that can help you um when starting prayer amen that was really good man and and i would just say be real with your prayers 
like God already knows how you're feeling and what you're going through. So be real. If you're truly struggling, don't try and pretend as if you're not. Yeah, like, just take it to the Lord in prayer. Let him be your, your safe place. Even if you can't talk to anyone else about it, just go straight to God. Honestly, yeah. just, just tell him what's going, what you're going through. Tell him how you're feeling. If you're distraught, it's okay to cry whilst you're praying. It's okay to be emotional. It's okay to be upset. Just take it, take everything to the Lord in prayer. Honestly, take, take everything, every thought, the doubt, whatever it is, and just ask the Lord. He, he will help you pray in faith and, and you will get, answers and responses i can't promise you that they'll get answers straight away or in the way that you would want or that you would like or that you would prefer because our god's god works in mysterious ways but he does hear you and when we pray in faith he he he, he hears our prayers um what i would next i was going to go on to, to ask you about this kind of like um since you came to faith and kind of how you are and obviously you train you're in a training group i don't know how many people in your training group are a christian or not um would you say um you you have an impact on the group and the people around you as a result of your faith do you find people asking questions sometimes like what, how does it how, what, how is that dynamic and and what do you what 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 are you sort of wanting or working towards within that kind of setting in terms of openly sharing your faith and trying to tell them more about Jesus but also living it out yeah i mean um the group is fairly big now uh, there's a there's a few people that are religious as well a few christians in the group um but there's few people that are not and um obviously i'm pretty open about it you know if anyone asks me i'm i'm happy to talk about it and stuff um i think a couple of things i can remember is that a couple of people if they ask me about it i always tell them i try to sort of be just sort of like a living testimony of god's grace when especially in track um a couple of my my boys will ask me about stuff and if i speak just if i speak to them about um, christianity in general I know I had one of my friends ask me one time about, you know, just improving in the sport and stuff. Like they're trying to pick apart the sciences of, you know, the sport and how to improve like, little bits and stuff. And they sort of, I got the the impression that they were sort of a little bit confused as to like why I sort of improved so much. And he was not, he's not like a Christian. So I was like, it's going to sound cliche, but it is, it is down to God and it is sort of, when you feel like you're scratching your head as to like, where am I getting this extra from? Like, what can, you know, you feel like you're doing everything. We train together and stuff like what, what can you be doing that gets you to this point? And it's just, it's literally just um, the faith in God. Um, I feel like I wouldn't, I definitely wouldn't be in the position that I'm in without having turned to God. Too many things have happened that have just, basically saved me on multiple occasions um i've been in so many like sticky situations in track where i thought like stuff's not going to work out yeah. um in different ways and it just has you, you know like i say you turn to god in your most desperate times turn to god just every day and i think people in the group like a few of my mates in the group sort of realize that it's like it's just a massive mental game and having that working relationship with god sort of allows him to feel what you re truly want, having that communication. I know you mentioned earlier, uh, there's about people feel like they're, you know, giving a message to God. And it's like, oh, you know, maybe this or that hasn't been answered. Yeah. But it's more, like like you say, it's more about having an actual functional relationship with God rather than you're not talking to God, like, you know, writing a letter and send it and just, you know, see what happens. Hopefully he responds. It's like you're talking with God and it's like he's there present in the room and you're having that conversation. Mm. Um, obviously, it's not physical words that are coming back to you, but you feel the energy, you feel his presence. And I feel like that's what it's about. Um, I feel like a lot of non-believers probably struggle with that because it is 
to people that haven't practiced prayer and stuff before, it can be strange. Um, it is quite an alien thing to people. But I think being able to do that and feel God's presence, the times where I've really needed it, like I know that God's there. Um, a couple of times this year, I've been in like a really tough spot. Um, not thinking I'm going to be healthy to race and stuff like that. And then God always comes through right at the perfect time. Um, I've been through a lot of hardship in the last probably like 12, 18 months. And sort of, it's sort of ironic that the last 12, 18 months have been the worst. Well, obviously this season has been brilliant. Um, but last year, 2021 was probably the worst year of my, you know, my entire track career. Mm. But I got a lot closer to God in that time. And I almost feel like it was sort of leading me down the path and sort of preparing me for what was to come. Whereas, like, I feel like a lot of people in track, you know, maybe people around me would feel like, oh, you know, well, I'm not, a lot of people thought that I'd just quit for one. And I feel like a couple of people around me might have thought, you know, what am I thinking? Um, you know, mental health wise and stuff, because it's, it's going really bad. You know, I didn't get to race and stuff, but I just I could feel everything building towards like this one point. So the whole time I could feel everything building, you know, I got close with God. And I just trusted the direction that I was going in. And I think that makes all of the difference in terms of playing the long game with sport or with anything in life. You have some kind of long-term goal. It's about having that that relationship that's continuous. So you're always in communication with God. Like I said, it's not a case of back and forth messages, sort of sort of you're not hitting and hoping with your prayers. It's like very you're very particular about your conversation with God and feeling his presence and I think that's what's led me um onto all the great things that I've done um this year especially after going through you know probably one two years of of hardship and then yeah so I just give all the glory to God for that amen hallelujah praise God and and, and what did you do to, to kind of draw closer to him because when you're in those difficult times those times when you're confused you're not understanding you're hurt or you're injured or things aren't just working out like what did, what did you do was it just increasing the amount of prayer was it just reading the bible like what was it practically because there might be someone on here that's really struggling right now and they don't know how to get closer to god and have they hopefully by the grace of god they see this and they can just take something from your story i think yeah i think it, i think it was literally just being like i mentioned a few times before being very pointed about your relationship with god um i think i probably did pray more i think um i probably prayed more often and it was just the things that I prayed about as well. I sort of come to a realization that, like you mentioned earlier, it's not just about asking and receiving, like to have a real relationship with someone, like you don't just message someone asking for something. That's mm. not how a relationship works with your friends. So, you know, you mm. can't expect it to work like that with God. And it's mm. God wants to have that relationship with you. It's not a case of, you know, God's not some kind of genie that you just ask for stuff and it just like, just appears. It's like, you have that relationship he wants to he wants to know about you he wants to it's like you're his child he wants to know about you he wants to know how you're doing mm. you know and like the same thing you have your relationship with your parents and stuff like that you feel like you've got to treat it similar in a way it's like you know you thank them you thank god for who he is and what he does for you and just acknowledge his presence in your life um as opposed to just being like you know hi, God, I need this. Like, can, can you do this? Can you do that? Whatever. I feel like I, I always start by thanking God for the little things, you know, just things in life, like thanks for another day, you know, thanks for my family, for the people around me, you know, 
maybe things are not going how I would like to in one aspect of my life. So for example, last year, like in track, but I'm grateful for the blessings that I've had in other areas, which I feel like has allowed me to press on in track in a different point. It's almost like he held me in a little box in track for a moment of time to allow yeah. me to get everything else in order. It was almost like, because obviously God knew that like this year was going to be better and yeah. you know that was that was the test of my faith, you know, to persevere through that. And if I could be strong and persevere and get through that twelve month period, everything would work out fine. And I feel like a lot of things that happened to me through that twelve months sort of shaped me to be able to get through it all. I feel like if I didn't have my faith, um, like I say, it is blind faith as well. When things are going wrong and you feel like you know you're praying. And in the forefront of your mind, I'm just thinking, you know, I need to be, you know, I need to be running fast. I need to be doing good at track. So your initial thing is, well, if that's not happening, it's like, you, it can be easy to think, you know, my prayer is not being answered. But like you say, God works in mysterious ways. He's doing things behind the scenes that is preparing you for what you really want. You know, there's a lot of groundwork that goes into stuff. And I think shaping means who I needed to be to probably handle what was to come. I think that's what was obviously happening. And it, you just have to go with it and relax it and accept that God knows what he's doing. You know, his plan's perfect. So you've got, you've got to go with it. Amen. Amen. Wow. And, and I'll just quickly say, so me, me and Joe were on the, were on the, were on the JTP program together. And I remember we had, we did had like two or three different meetups and one of them he didn't I remember you didn't train for any of it because you were injured at the time I remember yeah and you were kind of just sat there watching and we were all training and that must have been quite hard I remember you came came down to try and see if you could do some warm-up and whatnot but it just really wasn't wasn't really wasn't really working I remember you were quite frustrated about it because coming off the injury from the previous season and then we had the next JTP where you came and you trained and like everyone was just like JT you're not even like, like everyone was just in awe because um you were so sharp and so ready. I remember the session. I think we were doing the 120s coming off the bend. And then you, you did something different. I can't remember. You did like the whole 200 bends and you were just absolutely flying. And all the coaches and all of us were all just mesmerized. We were like, wow, Joe's ready to go. Joe's ready to go. This this had to have been like maybe March time, I think. Um, and it was just amazing to kind of see where you yeah. were before to where you are now and how you were feeling mentally in that in that kind of space. You were excited. We, we were talking in the room in the hotel about like... Um, next steps where you want to go about physio and I was just like you you really you could do this track thing you know like if you had the opportunity would you do it and you were like yeah absolutely and I was telling you like bro you're gonna do it you're gonna be able to do it man like seriously um and then going on seeing you at British Champs what you did and how, and everything that, that went with it then well, the world of- champs <laughs> and everything like it it was so um surreal and it was every time um you posted something about it you were always giving God the praise and I would always message you and I'd be like yo man I'm so happy for you I'm so proud of you God's doing an amazing thing with you and you you just kept going and every single time it was just getting better and better and better. And it's more so even better for me to hear. Um, this is going to sound crazy, but I'm so glad that it went so bad for you initially because it's through that that you drew closer to the law because it could have gone went amazing for you. And then you might have even just yeah. forgotten about God and think, oh, I'm, self, I'm self-sustained. I can do this by myself. But when realizing that you, you all you had was was your faith and then he brought you to this place and he made you appreciate it so much more and, and he gets all the glory because he took you from there to this higher place and 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 to, to the, the pinnacle of the sport the highest level could mm. be you know the world championship or representing your country being amongst the best um all of that like it, it it's just it's it's absolutely fantastic um so what what a, what a story and what a testimony 
And um, yeah, um, I really, it's... I pray that. Yeah. It was, was really, say, yeah, definitely. What you was going to say about that was, it's definitely true when you mentioned um, that all you have is your faith. When you yeah. said like, it's probably like a good thing that the bad times happened to me. 100%. Yeah. I think I had to go through that. I remember like 2019, I had sort of like a, a two to three year plan of like what I thought was my life was going to look like. Yeah. And it was just completely like this, the script was just completely torn up to what I had in my head. Yeah. Going to 2020, obviously like the pandemic and stuff was one thing. Yeah. But it's not an excuse because I've seen a lot of people do great things, you know, during those times like 2020, 2021. Yeah. It just wasn't my time. And I had to go through that. And what you said about, you know, it's just you and your faith. I definitely had to go through that. Um, because especially like in track, it is very much no fault of anyone's. It's one of those spots where people care when you're on top. And if you're not on top, you know, you feel like a lot of attention, you know, stuff disappears, especially if you don't get to a point where, like in when I was a junior, I got to a point where I was good. You know, I got a bit of attention and stuff, but I wasn't at the point where you you're just you know just there you know you're in the team you're a regular and stuff it was one of those i just sort of opened the door and peeked my head around a bit and then and didn't perform the year after everything died down a bit and then 2021 didn't compete it was basically as if i just disappeared like mm-hmm. that year was probably one of the quietest years um obviously with the lockdown and stuff as well but it was like as if i basically just vanished so that taught me that in that in that moment literally when everything else goes wrong, it's just you, you just have yourself and you have God and that's what's going to get you through. And that reminds you when you're going through good times, you know, you have people by your side, your circle gets bigger, you know, people giving you attention stuff. You just got to remember then, you know, when all this is over or, you know, when that's rough, it was you and God. And that's what got you to this point. That wasn't like all the attention and stuff and all, right. you know, people that got you here. It was just, it was God. You had to get through those tough times. So, yeah. Amen, man. What a testimony. That's... This has been a whole sermon, bro. This is this is this has been a whole sermon. It's gonna like what it's done for a lot of people, including myself, is just like so eye-opening, man. It's just it's, it's sick. It just shows that like no season is wasted. No matter what you go through, trials and tribulations are there to like pr- produce steadfastness in your faith. Like it's no season is wasted at all. Because even though you, it may have seemed wasted, like from an athletics point of view, it wasn't wasted spiritually because you grew there and you grew mentally. And and every other and every other thing. Was, so you saw his kingdom first, and everything else came. Came, amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's up, man. Yeah, this has been a great conversation, really edifying. Um, we're gonna we're gonna cut it there, just so we can keep it nice and short for you guys, because obviously there's a lot of information that we're throwing at you guys, because it's spiritual as well. Like it's, it's it's important. We want you guys to get as much out of it as possible. But don't worry, we're gonna have so much more coming for you guys. Um, I just wanted to quickly close with a prayer because I just I just feel like it's been such a great conversation. I just want to seal it with that and then we can close. If that's cool with you guys, man. Yeah, cool, cool. That's great. Heavenly Father, thank you for the opportunity to, to have this conversation, this edifying conversation. Lord, I pray that this conversation will touch the hearts of not only every single person that's in this call, but every single person watching right now. To those that have their doubts about who you are and who you, what you're capable of doing, Lord, I pray that they would just, after this, they would just begin to just question things, just begin to ask the questions like, God, are you real? And come before the throne of grace boldly with faith, asking you the questions because only you have the answers, Lord. I pray that upon putting this episode out, that it would reach the right people, whether it's one person, ten persons, a thousand people, it doesn't matter, Lord. I just pray that whoever sees it will be touched by this message. It would just lead them to 
ask questions. It would just help them in their faith. If there's someone that's struggling, there's the, this amazing redemption story of Joe. Bro, you can take him to new levels and to new heights, Lord, and that through everything that he achieves on the track, that people would see him and see the light that shines in him and begin to question that light and, and come to the knowledge of truth that Jesus Christ is Lord. I pray for JT that as he's here in a way, at university, everything that he's doing, that you would just continue to shine your light through him, that you would continue to grow, grow in his prayer life, grow in his creative ability, and that you've just blessed him and anointed him. And I pray that you can just continue to use this podcast and this platform as a way of being able to to speak of the amazing things that you continue to do in many people's lives, including mine, Lord. And I pray that this episode will be covered in the blood of Jesus and will be seen by the people that you desire to see it. Lord, let your will be done. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. 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 Hey, Thank man, you. God bless you, man. Thank Appreciate you. Guys. That was amazing, man.